Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I bought a pair of jeans today. Like a phone call with your bestie. Did you hear about the sale at the mall? Oh, my gosh. Everyone needs to get buzzed with Evelyn Rivas. I am so excited. Welcome to Get Buzzed with Evelyn Rivas. But this is special. It's different. Something um, that's not going to be like a normal Get Buzzed episode. I'm doing a bonus episode. And I have my very good friend and somebody that I think you guys are going to really dig. Um, Her name is Tina Gowdy of Tina G Cosmetics. She's here, ladies and gentlemen. And gentlemen, we're going to talk about makeup. Thank you for joining me, Tina. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. I love talking about makeup. Of course you do. It is my favorite subject. This is your thing. This is your passion, and I love that. Well, we are going to get started. I I actually posted some stuff online because we wanted to kind of get people's response and and questions. There's so many. The world of makeup is vast, and there's a lot of misinformation out there about makeup. Yes. So first and foremost, brought Tina G in because, first, first of all, you're an expert, In all things makeup. At least I pretend to be. No, you definitely are. You definitely are. So I want to hear, tell us a little bit about yourself and about why, what made you an expert? Well, okay. So I've been a makeup artist for 25 years Mm -hmm. now. And I started out behind the counter uh, for Nordstrom, worked there for a long time, and then um, became a freelance artist, a traveling artist, and uh, represented lines like Christian Dior and Chanel, did some national team uh, support team work for them. And um, kind of, I've pretty much been in every mall in Southern California. Oh, nice. And I did that freelance um, gig, you know, if you will, for years and years and years. So you're talking, I mean, countless people coming through, sitting in my chair. Uh, and learning all t- Every like skin type, skin tone, everything. exactly. Every style um, from natural all the way to glam. And um, then I uh, branched out a little bit and did some film and television stuff, worked on some really cool indie films, did some local, as yeah. you know, which is yeah. how we met, uh, yeah. uh, local magazine stuff. And, um, you know, I've pretty much done it all, and I've taught um, community ed classes through the colleges as well, um, everyday women classes, um, you know, Makeup 101. Yeah. I've taught other artists as well. So just kind of, you know, I love being a makeup artist. I love doing makeup, but I love teaching it as well. It's so important to be teaching. That's why I love you Thank so you. much. Because, okay, I'll, I'll give a really quick backstory about why we, how we met. Um, so Tina, about, gosh, it's nine years ago. I know, I know. Um, I had just stop, had a don't baby. say it. Stop, stop. <laughs> and I was super lucky. Um, the city of Riverside uh, and, and Riverside Magazine uh, wanted to put me on the cover of their magazine. Woo-woo. I'm like, Cover what? girl. And uh, as one of uh, Riverside's leading ladies and super cool, um, I thought that was a, a really neat thing. I had just done a big competition with, uh, with a local charity, the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, was very cool so I was getting this honor and I felt so ugly and I did because and you know I was in that phase I had just had a baby I mean like literally had I think within god I think she was two months old and I was you know I was feeling fat and I was just my skin wasn't <laughs> right because you know you know the baby I disagree I think okay, you were beautiful sweet. But I, <laughs> I met and I met Tina she was there to do my makeup and yes. I'm like girl and I really it was the first time 
I was getting my makeup done professionally. How crazy is that? <laughs> That's awesome. Very first time. I've been in radio forever, and I, that was the first time. So I was like, okay, what are you going to do to me? I, are you sure you can make me look pretty? Because I just I was not feeling pretty. And you made me look so pretty. Oh, well, thank you. And you knew what you were doing, and I felt I felt so comfortable and confident. So since then, we've stayed in contact. Mm-hmm. And um, and man, she, you've really grown. Your product line has grown with Tina G Cosmetics. Has now got a an epic place you can go visit them in Claremont. <laughs> it's do. just a really cool thing. Thank you. No, but the part that you brought up about teaching is is the reason that you're here. It's the reason I'm here. To do this podcast because we have got to talk about makeup. Yeah. I still feel not as confident when I do my own makeup and I have to do it every single day because I'm on, you know, social media every single mm-hmm. day here at the radio station. So um, let's talk about the the first step of makeup, which is foundation, okay. right? The okay. foundation. Because I feel like... Um, now, I have your foundation, obviously, so now I'm, like, That's feeling good. That's why you look so fabulous, I know. <laughs> Which is why I'm so beautiful today. <laughs> I also have on my foundation. Yo, yeah, I can tell, I can tell. <laughs> but let's talk about foundation, because we had a lot of questions with regard to, like, coverage and creasing and da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Give, give us the overall, like, what, what should people be looking for in a foundation? Okay. So, as you know, at the shop, because you've been there, I yes. do custom foundations at the shop. Which is probably key. It's yeah. one of the reasons I do it. Because yeah. everybody comes to the table with so many different things that need to be addressed. Yeah. Your skin tone, your skin type, mm-hmm. um, the type of look you desire. I mean, it's also... Um, you know, kind of specific to the person. Yeah. So what I'd like to do is sort of address this in general terms, um, things that will pertain to any brand that you might be using at home. Um, if you have a favorite uh, makeup counter that you visit on a regular basis, hopefully some of the tips I give you will help next time you visit. Yeah. They may not be happy that I'm giving you these tips, but <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless, okay. I'm going to take the veil off the, I'm going to demystify, let's say. Please demystify. Um, we need to know. I so mean, Because we want to feel good every yeah, day when we yeah. put makeup on. Yeah. And when I teach classes, when I do the group classes, um, I do a teen class and I do, you know, everyday women as well. I spend a ton, ton of time talking about this particular issue. I'm very passionate about foundation, so yeah. I don't mind talking about it at all. In fact, how long do we have for the podcast? Oh, we've got I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're gonna be we can do three, three hours. hours on this. Okay. <laughs> so um, a couple of things. First thing that's the most important before you get into coverage and all that is making sure you have the right color. Okay. It's extremely oh my important. God, yeah. And if you don't have the right color, guess what, guys? People can see it. I know. So I know. a lot of times I, you know, you've just got to get that color just right. Do you walk around and you like, can you tell? Do you like? I try not you to. You have an eye like that when I you walk around to your friends. To. You're like, you have the you wrong know, color on. No, you know when it really bothers me is when I'm watching TV. Oh. I literally am constantly, especially when it's the male, like the newscasters and like their hands don't match their face yes. and I'm all, it, you know, that, that'll bother like, me. But, who did but, his makeup? But no, don't worry. If I see you in, in person, I, I try You're not, not to do that. Out. I know everybody <laughs> says, oh, I did my makeup because I knew I was going to see you today. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but um, getting the right color is super important. And and you guys, the only way you can get the right color is to try it on. And I was telling you earlier, my, my philosophy in general on buying cosmetics, choosing cosmetics to buy, try it, love it, know how to use it, and then buy it. Okay? So those first three steps are the most important. You've got to try it. You've got to love it especially if you're spending money on it. Yes. You need to know how to use it properly mm-hmm. and then buy it. So um, so you should be at a place that's going to let you do that. Absolutely. It is very... You're not going to get that ever. That's absolutely right. Definitely try it on first. So what you want to do is called a striping technique. You want to put three colors next to each other 
along the jawline. That's the most important place to match your foundation. So on the jawline, um, right kind of where the neck starts. And you can even take it a little bit down on the neck. But if you were to take a Q-tip, that's my favorite way to do it. Okay. Dip a Q-tip in each color and literally do stripes. Like boom, boom, boom. Oh, okay. From Like um, you're talking about... Um Vertical strips. Kind of like hash marks. Yeah. yeah. Like down, okay. down, down. And then you look at it and what you look for is the one that's sort of disappearing. The one that's not mm. showing. Yeah. And it's very much the case that somebody can wear three different shades, let's yeah. say. And I could make it work as a makeup artist, but mm. you may not be able to take the extra time to blend or, you know, do all the different things that we do to make it work at the counter. So what yeah. you need is the one that really matches your skin tone exactly. So look for the one that disappears. It's important to put it on kind of solid when you're checking the color. Yeah. And you want to let it kind of dry just a little bit because most of the time foundation will darken just a tad as it oxidizes. So the oxygen will hit it ah. and it tends to darken just a bit. Okay. Right. Now, a lot of places, most places, should also have access to a door where you could step outside and check it in the sunlight. That's another really great way. They should allow you to take a mirror, walk out, or take a mirror of your own and check it in the sunlight and make sure how is it looking out here in the daylight because a lot of times the lights we have in retail, they're not the greatest. And and that is where you notice your makeup is off when you're outside. Absolutely. You're taking a picture and you're like, whoa, why didn't I notice that before? There's a stripe or something on my face. Absolutely right. So if you're not sure, and maybe let's say two colors could work, then I always say, next consider the season. So Mm. right now we're in April, right? So we're sort of in spring, but you know summer's going to come before you know it. Today it's really sunny outside. A lot of us get a lot darker in the summer. Right. I do. I get about two, three shades darker in the summer because I do sun. Um, Some people don't. Some people are avid sunscreen users. Yeah. So their body's going to get darker, but not their face mm-hmm. so there's all kinds of things like that that factor in as well yeah so you have to kind of look at your body skin your neck your chest area your hands and hold your hands up to your face and then actually try to find something that kind of ties it all together yeah so the okay. next best place to check is the nose you want to really? put it yes you want to put it right on the nose and again it should just disappear okay you don't want it to be a lot lighter or a lot darker you okay. really just want it to kind of be you know neutral and disappearing when you put it on that's so interesting why the nose i can't really tell you it's just a it's a place that it's prominent you know yeah. it sticks out it yeah. shows and it's just kind of a it's just a good place a good the, place. the jawline the chin and the nose and that usually will tell you okay right then and there it's just it's an easy place to see whether the color is right or not yeah yeah, yeah. right now, in the some, center some people like to look a little lighter or a little darker mm-hmm. so as i'm matching somebody i'll ask them that and normally like I'll ask you, do you like to look a little lighter or a little darker? Right. I like to look a little bit lighter. See, there you go. Yeah. Now, a lot of people say darker. Yeah. So that's another thing to factor in, too. Yeah. If you're in between two shades and you know you like to look darker, go with the darker mm-hmm. one. So as long as you don't get that line along the jawline, yes. that's the number one thing. Yes. Okay. So other questions we had about um, caking and all that. That oh, really yeah, has- Misty Hamilton and, um, I, by the way, Misty Hamilton... Adonia Echeverria and uh, Christina Ramirez, all three of you guys, thank you so much because they were all very similar questions with yes. regard to that. But yes. yeah, talk about caking. What- okay, so there's, again, without getting too far into the weeds, um, yeah. there's just a, there's a huge difference um, in the variety of types of foundations. You have your liquids, you okay. have your powders mm-hmm. you have loose powder you have pressed powder you have mineral powder you have non yeah you have right it's crazy you have bb cream you have oil free you have tinted moisturizer right. I, exactly so um 
it's sort of where you have to take the reins a little bit as the consumer and really think to yourself, what do I like? How do I want to look? So if you're not sure, pull pictures off the internet or look in magazines. Do you like a more dewy finish or do you want to be matte? Um, those are probably the two key points that you need to determine yeah. because yeah. obviously if you want to stay matte, you need to stay in a matte foundation mm-hmm. or oil-free at the, at the least. And so then that's where you read the bottle description and it'll tell you matte finish, oil-free. Then on the other side, if you're a drier skin, they really sometimes are looking for that dewy, hydrating thing. So you're looking for words like dewy, luminescence, hydration. Those those descriptors on the bottle or even in the title of the type of foundation are going to clue you in as to what this is. BB cream is something people are kind of confused about. BB stands for beauty bomb. And really? Yes. That's what it I stands don't for. Think I ever knew that. Yes. Beauty so, bomb. Okay. Beauty bomb. So that's basically a super fancy tinted moisturizer. Yes. And like when I customize it at the shop, I actually it's really a matter of of sort of tweaking the ratio of the beauty bomb base to the foundation concentrate. Okay. So of course some of the girls they start to go like so high on the foundation concentrate. I'm like, you know, this is no longer a BB cream, yeah. right? At this, at this point, there's <laughs> no room left for it. It's barely a BB cream. Yeah. But um, the point with BB cream is it's supposed to to be uh, very luminescent, meaning um, very glowy, very skin forward, very skin friendly, not a lot of coverage. Yes. Okay, Okay. that makes sense because I have a BB cream and I I do use it for the SPF part of it more. And I I realize that because it doesn't cover. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. for a beach day. You know what I mean? When I'm just trying to go out and I'm really not caring that there's a lot of that's right. Foundation on. Kick around, run to the mall day, golf, outdoor activity, whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Beach, perfect for that. Um, you can put sunscreen in it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have a question about sunscreen yes. too. So I'll talk about that since we're, since we, since I touched on it. So here, this is my personal philosophy. And that's one thing too. Different makeup artists are going to tell you different things. Yeah, of course. So yeah, <laughs> all course. I can tell you is kind of what I believe or what my philosophy is. But this is kind of my take on it. Whenever you have skincare properties Mm -hmm. added into makeup, you are now sort of compromising the performance of the makeup to a certain extent, if that makes sense. Okay. So to explain further, let's say you have um, like BB cream. Or, or a moisturizer or a hydrator or something like that added into the foundation. So the foundation is a little bit less foundation now because it's got to make room for the skincare. Does okay. that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you add that or if you add SPF, exactly, you're taking away from now the foundation a little. That's right. The SPF okay. will absolutely change the color, consistency, and the coverage of your foundation. So That's a big one. It's huge. Write that down, guys. Yes. I personally would rather that you use sunscreen by itself. Mm. Let it do its job. Mm-hmm. You do your skincare first. You let it absorb. You get a really high quality, high SPF. Really? Yes. You okay. layer that. You let it dry. Then move toward your makeup and let your foundation be its do its job. Be let it be foundation. foundation. Exactly. You're gonna get your. It, and the problem with us, we're always in a hurry. Yeah. And that's so we where all want it in one. Everyone wants it all in one, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, that's the catch twenty two. Primer is another thing. Primer is something that is um, very, very, it's an awesome tool to mm-hmm. have in your kit. It may not be something you want to wear every day, um, but it's really good to have when you need it. So that caking question. Yeah. So is primer good? So is that going to help you? Okay. So the way that I've se- always heard primer, and you can correct me, is you put it on first. Um, it's supposed to, like, in an essence, uh, like, smooth out the skin a exactly. little bit. So that when you put your foundation on, you're, you've got more of a, of a level playing field. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a lot of people out there are, are DIYers. And if you've ever painted yeah. uh, yourself, which most of us have, yeah. 
you know how when you go, you can buy a paint that has primer in it? Yes. So that's going to work, but it's never going to work as well as if you let that primer layer go on by itself. So you yeah. buy a primer separately and you take that extra time mm-hmm. to primer the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And you you cover it all and you have to let it dry and then you do the paint over the top. So same with your makeup. Exactly. The you same. have to let it dry. That's right. And, and then put on. Okay. That's right. All right. Prepping the canvas. And I actually see makeup artists even all the time kind of where they'll put the primer on and before it dries, they'll start adding the foundation and they'll mix it in with a sponge or a brush or whatever. That's not necessarily wrong, but the primer is not really going to do its job unless you let it sit. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're doing that because maybe they're in a hurry. Is that going to help with the creasing though? When you Absolutely. have it and you let it dry? Yes. Okay. Yes. My, like my primer, for instance, and most primers should, um, when you put it on, you want to spread it on thin because it's not a moisturizer. It's not, right. it's not a moisturizer. So Even though it feels like it. It does. it feels that silky feeling. That's yeah. right. Again, so go back to the painting the wall thing. Mm-hmm. So you spread it thin and you want to make sure everything's covered, even, thin, let it dry. And it almost seals just a little bit on the skin. Mm, okay. And now you have this super smooth, hydrated surface to put your foundation on. So now your foundation's going on top of this, like, really smooth surface. So already just by doing that, you're going to get a much smoother application. Oh, yeah. um, you know, caking and creasing will be lessened. Um so that's a really important step. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that every day again. In fact, I don't think it is a good idea really to do it every day because mm-hmm. it does seal on the skin a little bit. So it's important to let your skin breathe. Give it a break. Ah, okay, okay. That's I am sort of into like what I call a foundation wardrobe. Oh, okay. Okay. Explain. Well, okay. So this is one of my other philosophies. So you know how guys like my husband, he'll ha- in his toolkit, he has like 36 screwdrivers, yes. right? And they yeah. all look the same, like, but they each have their own job, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's the same with us. Women are so funny. We get into a rut and we're like, show me the steps, show me the steps, right? Yeah. And And we're so afraid to branch out. You know, I'm here to say, don't be like that. Have what you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. So you might want to have a BB cream. And a lightweight sheer foundation and a full coverage, what I like to call spackle. Yeah. You know, if needed on an as needed basis. That way you have, you know, you have a variety of things at your fingertips. And and again, it takes a little bit of knowledge. So maybe, you know, if you don't know how to use all those things, Mm -hmm. then, you know, either have your person at your counter teach you or come to me. I'll be glad to show you. You've got to learn how to use them. But once you do, you go with such confidence to your makeup kit. You're like, you know what? Today's a BB cream day or oh, today's my full coverage day. You know, and it's just empowering. And you know what you're doing that day? Yes. You got a big meeting. You're like, okay, today is full coverage. That's right. I want to look done up. Absolutely. And a lot of those products, too, they can be combined. So, you know, you can take your mineral powder and you can put it over your BB cream if you want a little extra coverage, but still not very full. You know, you can take your medium coverage foundation and add powder over it. But like if you use it with a brush it's going to look one way versus if you use it with a sponge oh that's true it's going to look another way so yeah. you're going to get a fuller coverage if yep. you use the sponge so a lot of times I love the tools sponge. yeah the tools you use are super important so again with the spf like again with the custom i have spf i can mix into the foundation but i always tell people i prefer not to unless mm-hmm. you absolutely want it they usually mineral in fact all minerals mineral foundations all the liquids all the powders they have about a six to an eight spf um to start automatically with. automatically okay just the nature of it um the titanium dioxide in it etc um it's already there so mm-hmm. at this point you're you're kind of talking about just boosting the spf if, if needed okay so it's not going to hurt your makeup to say get a spray and and do the spf over it no no not at all see okay then i'm just going to do that from now <laughs> yeah 
exactly. Well, <laughs> because I sometimes feel like I I'm putting so many things on and I'm thinking, oh, I'm protecting my face, and then you're really kind of not, you know, because my SPF is not the the strongest, but I thought I had some in there. If I just do a spray over it, then I'm feel I actually feel like that's faster. Could be maybe. Yeah, could it could be. be depending on. The day. Or you just get like a super strong um, liquid sunscreen right have you ever used those sunscreens where they have a really high zinc content yes those are the ones that are like really really do the job okay, it, okay. they're almost they're almost white they're like opaque yeah so you really have to like rub it in to make sure that you're yeah not then you know you're those. covered then you, you have yeah. streaks everywhere yeah so should you do that before you put everything else ideally on? it's it would go over skincare under makeup okay yeah you do your skincare as usual because you want to make sure you get your moisturizer and all your good right. skincare stuff in and then um let that kind of set in and then you would do your sunscreen let that set and then um yeah if you're a person that wears sunscreen every single day yeah i personally i allow for me the sunscreen that's in my makeup is is plenty for me yeah i only add more myself if i'm really going to be in direct if sunlight. you know you're going out mm-hmm. to the ball field mm-hmm. or whatever watching the kids yeah. play or something yeah. okay but okay. your dermatologist will tell you spf every day no matter what so that's, yeah that's what the doctor recommends yeah so of course that's you know that's up to everybody what they want it's got to be your personal preference yeah for exactly. sure awesome yeah. well that's a lot of that's a lot of knowledge about foundations what other th- what else could we talk about with that i mean well what else should people know so the next okay so the next step is you have your you've got your color chosen now and you've figured out what kind of a finish you want whether you want matte or uh dewy or yeah. if you want mineral or not and so then then uh, mineral foundation versus non-mineral foundation or like traditional formulations what i call them okay that's a whole kind of thing that you can talk about too we okay. can talk about no go tell, like tell me about it so i know when i went to your store i went mm-hmm. to your shop and you gave i have like a liquid foundation mm-hmm. um that i love <laughs> and i use the, i do tend to use the compact like when i don't want to look when i want to look a little bit more matte yes so that's you yes. know that's kind of my thing now right Perfect. Yeah. So for everybody, it's obviously different. Right. And so in my, in, and at my shop, um, it's everything I have is mineral. So mm-hmm. all my liquids are mineral based. Um, all my, all my powders, whether they be loose or pressed, they're all mineral. They're all yeah. mineral. Um, but um, a lot of people out there have not moved over to mineral yet. And so if you um, are using non-mineral um, makeups, uh, they act a lot differently okay. than, than mineral. So mineral is sort of like, it's more about what they've taken out of it. Oh, than what they've, it's not like they've really added anything into it. There's already always been minerals in makeup. Of course. What they've done is they've taken out the talc and they've taken out um, the waxes, the parabens. Yeah. And, and using, those are the things that are ne- not necessarily good for you. So that's they, the reason, right? So exactly. they're trying to make it a little bit more organic if they can. It's a matter of, so on set, T- traditionally we, we we never really want shine unless it's mm. like a photo shoot where it's a beauty and they want a beauty photo shoot where they want um a dewy glowy look on yes. the skin yes okay but if they want more of a matte look then you know we've always used you know something that has obviously talc in it and yeah there's a reason those things are in the makeup because yeah, they make it look because they want it to yeah exactly. okay that makes sense but so the, so the people that want like super super matte matte uh, coverage, they're probably really not going to be um, super happy with um, a lot of the mineral stuff out there. But see, like I have one at the shop that's a matte. That's, I mean, it's a legit matte. It's really? awesome, but it's mineral. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm. I'm okay. telling you. I know. I have four different bases, so it's like all. It's oil free. I have a regular with jojoba. Um, that's amazing, and then a matte one, and then we have like a tinted moisturizer as well. So it really, sky's the limit. But again, if you're um, if you're interested in mineral, you can even kind of move into it slowly by maybe just adding in one one thing so let's just say you have a non-mineral um 
liquid foundation. Yeah. You could try putting a mineral powder over it. Okay. And, and what you'll notice is mineral, because again, the talc is not there. Talc is an oil absorber. So you'll start to get a little breakthrough shine. Oh, just of just your natural. Yes. Okay. But see, for me, because I'm an oily skin, that yeah. was the hardest thing, Evelyn, for me to get used to. <laughs> really? I'm, oh, yes. I mean, I was like an avid, because I, I, like I said, I, I represented Chanel for a number of years, and I love their dual uh, powder foundation, and um, definitely has talc in it. And I was used to that more matte, matte, matte. Well, of course, I was in my 20s then, too. So now, of course, I'm, everything's I'm, different. I won't say how old I am, but I'm not in my 20s <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anymore. Just slightly out. Just slightly out. <laughs> And I definitely want more like, you know, dewy, luminescent Heck yes. skin. I'm all about that life too. Right. So mm-hmm. when I moved over to mineral, that was the hardest thing for me to get used to was that I got a little shiny kind yeah. of. And I was all, oh my gosh, I'm not used to this. But now, of course, I love it because it's it, it feels looks, more youthful. It does. Because it does. It really it's does. youthful. It makes you feel younger. There's nothing like a dewy fit. I love dew. That's right. Give me dew. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Give me dew. I agree. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um... The mineral powders, they're not going to cake. See, by nature, mm. they don't have, we're using different binders for those. There's no talc. So they're going to set still, and they set really well. I just did make it for a photo shoot this morning, okay. and we used a mineral um, powder over the top, which normally you wouldn't do. But she wants a lifestyle look, and oh, um, she's so a blogger, and she wants to look like herself, but kind of a better version of herself. Yeah. And she had these really cute freckles. And so we wanted to let everything sort of just peek through and look yeah. amazing. So she's going to get this like little dewy kind of a glow with a little bit of a sheen. So if you don't mind that, then honestly, the benefits of mineral far outweigh um, using non-mineral um, products. And so that'd be the only thing I would say would be something that somebody has to get used to is a little bit of a sheen. Well, so that, that answers a lot of questions, I think, from, um, from our IG post because mm-hmm. I think if you don't, so that's, there it is. If you don't want that cakey feel, mineral is probably the way to go. Mineral, absolutely. It is meant to be more floaty on the skin mm-hmm. purposely, and it's meant to let the skin peek through. It's more skin friendly, skin forward, but you at the same time can get really good coverage out of it. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have one that I like to call spackle. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it works so well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And my, my thing is, it's like, okay, as long as you know how to use the regular stuff, then I'll let you get the spackle. Yes. But other than that, I don't you know. You can't get the spackle yeah. unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, speaking of spackle, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about what you do to apply the spackle. Okay. So your tools yes. um, in your, okay, for a regular girl like me, um, I'm going to wear, you know, I got to I gotta put some makeup on every single day. What should I have in my toolbox as by ways of tools? So like brushes or sponges Mm -hmm. tell me the difference between a couple of those okay great question so um i i i am in business Mm -hmm. okay and i am in business to make money of course (laughs) of course of course but at the same time i love to save people money if i can yes i literally do private lessons as Mm -hmm. you know and i I encourage people bring in your stuff oh she's so good at that (laughs) thanks it doesn't have to be my brand let me go through your kit with you i'll tell you what to keep what to toss if you have good stuff i'll tell you yeah um i want to make sure you know how to use everything you have etc so a lot of times the tools are the things that we notice there's some things missing. So like I had a girl who came in, darling customer of mine, she must have had like 55 palettes. Of course. <laughs> so she has like 300 eyeshadows yes. and she's laid all out on the bar. And I'm like, okay, so we went through and I, and I kind of troubleshooted with her and I was like, okay, taught her kind of like, okay, here's your midtones, here's your highlights, here's your deep crease, here's the brushes you need for each, et cetera. And turned out she was missing, you know, so the, the three brushes, if you're going to do eyeshadows and especially if you're looking at a lot of the, um, YouTube, YouTube tutorial. I feel like that's my daughter uh, right yes, now. Everything yes. she's like. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, I'm trying to do this look that I learned on YouTube. So yes. everybody That's where everybody's going right Absolutely. Now. I mean, I literally had a seven-year-old the other day in the studio <laughs> who was asking me about eyebrows. Oh, my God. I was like, what is with brows oh, right now? Oh, honey, darling, please. <laughs> you do Your not do brows worry. are perfect, and so are so is all of you. So, But I thought, oh, boy, what are, what are we getting into here? It's, it's, the, it's yeah. the YouTube world yeah. right now. <laughs> Okay, so, so tell so tell me. You typically need at least three eyeshadow colors. Okay. To pull off the looks that you're seeing most of the time. That's a minimum. Okay. You can go up to five. When you get up to five, that's when we're doing double deeps, double highlights. And oh, that's God. really exactly that, that would be scary. a follow up for private me. lesson. <laughs> you're so cute. So first private lesson, we work on the daytime everyday look, right? And yes. then if you want to come back for like a detail, you know, yes. kind of drama Give stuff. Give me something crazy. That, right? I, I want to look how yeah. how can I look when I go Friday? Exactly. Yeah. So my first tip, and this is honestly it, I, I, I hate to tell you this because, again, like I said, I would try to sell, save you money if I can, but you need at least three different brushes. You need to have one brush for each color. Oh, wow. Very important. Yes. You okay, cannot. I'm already failing this yes, quiz. Yes. Well, <laughs> you cannot get those looks without having three different tools. Doesn't you have to be you brushes. shake it off really good. No. And, you know, you do the nope. flicky thing that I do. Nope. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then I like, you know, I, <laughs> I brush on my hand <laughs> and I go, see, it's it's not, it just got nothing on it anymore. No. Okay. But, but here's how cute. It doesn't have to be a brush though. You can save a little money here. There are certain things that probably need to be brushes. For okay. instance, your shadow crease fluff. Which, if you go to my website, I actually do have brushes on the website. And you'll see one that's called a shadow crease fluff brush. And it's just a fluffy kind of a pointed brush. It kind of looks like a paintbrush. And you literally just stick it right in the crease. And I call it the windshield wiper brush because it goes back back and and forth, back and forth. And it does application and blending all at once. Okay. To be really truthfully honest, I don't know of another brush that does this job as well. Okay. So, see, I'll tell you the truth. No, no. That's that's what I want to hear. Okay. So you need a fluff you need a flat, and you need a bullet. Oh, see the bullet. The I don't bullet have. is the one that a lot of people are missing. Yeah, yeah I've never very been really seen one of them. Well, when you come back in, I know I'm picking for it your up. drama lesson. <laughs> I need my drama drama look lesson. Okay, so the flats are going to be used normally to um, place and pop your highlighter. That okay. one that goes right over the, uh, you know, right on the lid. 
the bottom part of the lid right over the eyeball, yeah. you know, where they're showing a lot of, they're putting that glitter or that shimmer or that light color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's, like it's, the, the little more that's illuminated. Mm-hmm. Or, so, yeah. Something flat, needs you need that to kind of push pigment in, okay? And um, you can use, though, an eyeshadow applicator. Oh, I know these are so old school, and that's but that's and that's inex- very inexpensive, very inexpensive, and this is going to really like probably show my age, okay? But back in the day, <laughs> yes, go for it. <laughs> this is all we had. Oh yeah, I we mean, didn't have these fancy brushes, right? Yeah, you these, had to these, use the yeah. little applicator that came that's, with the product, right? So the good news for us is we got really good at doing our makeup with these yes. applicators. Yes. So sometimes I pull these out when I do the smoky eye workshops or the birthday parties with the young girls and stuff, and they're looking at me like, "What?" what I'm like, "Trust me." So these are great for loading up um, highlighting pigment mm-hmm. and then popping and pushing in like that. Yeah, because you know what? Those little applicators. So what we're looking at is, you know, think of when you buy a basic over-the-counter um, eyeshadow. It comes with that little applicator that has the little sponge on one end and a sponge on the other end, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's what she's using right yep. now. And you can buy those anywhere. Anywhere. They even have them at CVS these days. Yeah, I and mean, you could buy them in bulk and mm-hmm. have tons of them. Mm-hmm. So that would be a good tool because Fabulous. you can just flip it over. You can use yes. as many as you need. But those really do pick up a ton of pigment. That's right. They pick yeah, up the pigment I didn't think about and that. they lay it down and they push it right where you want it, it to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um if we do have time um, yeah. this this actually segues into my other favorite subject which is which is trying to keep your kid as sanitary as possible. Oh god, please let's disposables talk about that. Disposables whenever possible. That. So this is we'll we'll, we'll those save are that for later. Yeah, you could toss those, you could keep buying a bunch of those Absolutely. and they're very cheap. Yeah. So um the next thing that's really important are sponges. Okay. Okay, sponges are very important. Now, as you know, in my line, I do have one of those big pro sponges. Yes. Um, it looks like one of those big egg-shaped egg sponges, yeah. but I had mine cut flat, and um, I, I personally think it's a little more user-friendly with the flat edge. Um, but the thing about these sponges, these mm-hmm. big sponges, and those of you out there that have teens and tweens that are really into the makeup thing, yeah. um, they are bacteria magnets, oh, like you would not believe. Yeah. If you looked at it under a microscope, you would literally go, ah. Gross. So, so these, they're fabulous. They work so, so, so well. Yes. They really do because they're so densely packed, mm. right? They're, they're dense material. So again, same idea. They're picking up a lot of product, right? And probably and a lot. putting it down heavily. And probably a lot of your face as well. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why they get dirty. That's right. Yeah. So as you're moving it back and forth from your face to, let's say you're compact mm-hmm. if you're if you're double dipping at all in anything like that right yeah. you're definitely there's a lot of really fun stuff going on, on <laughs> so the it dish. has to be washed you guys on a regular basis there is you yes. have to wash it with with young girls especially prone to breakouts almost all of them are mm-hmm. um they can literally cause themselves breakouts by using those things so to be really honest with you for the younger girls i don't recommend those unless they're going to wash them every day yeah and they know better and we can talk about how to wash those in a little bit but I like disposables. Yeah, see the little, These little wedges. The little wedges. Yep. You can get them for, I think, a couple bucks. They carry them at, I think, Target has them. CBS Every has place them. Has Beauty has Supplies them. have them. Buy a whole bag yep. of them. And my daughter knows, you know, she's 14 and um, she uses my mineral powder. Yeah. Um, she's not really into makeup yet, but she does use a little bit of that. And she knows, I've told her, I've trained her, the minute you see your face starting to break out at all, you stop use of all yes. sponges except disposables and you use it and you toss it. Use yeah. it and toss it until you know that your skin's cleared up. Then you can go back. But ideally, honestly, these are like great. So we have we have like year supply of these. Of little sponges. And she has yeah, she has a thing just of sponges in her in her because bathroom. Just get rid of mm-hmm. them. Just toss them. There's it's no so point. Much better. And, 
And it is true because my daughter is is way into it. She's not doing foundations yet either, mm-hmm. though. She just likes to do eye stuff. Yeah. She doesn't wear a lot, which I'm happy about. Yeah. Because they don't need to. I mean, they're they so don't. pretty at that age. You they, don't yep. need to put a ton of stuff no. on your face. And they can really ruin their skin. That's what I'm concerned. They really can. so many yeah. of her friends yeah. with just so much mm-hmm. breakout. And I'm I'm telling my daughter, it's because they're putting too much makeup on. Well, it's a vicious too cycle. Much of the stuff. Yeah. They're breaking out, so they want to cover it. And the more they cover it, the worse it gets. Yep. And that goes back to the ingredients again. Mm-hmm. If it's got a, it's a, if it's a foundation or a powder that has parabens, paba, whatever, those are waxes that can clog the pores. Yeah. Then talc dries the skin out. So guess what? You get breakouts and flakes at the same time. Mm-hmm. So again, um, worst case scenario, if she does still feel like she has to wear a lot of makeup, and you're okay with that. Get her a good mineral compact, a okay. good mineral pressed powder compact. You can get great coverage or you can do a liquid mineral that has good coverage if you can, you know, if you can find it. It's much better mm-hmm. for the skin. Much, much better for the skin. And I'm always a less is more when it when the younger, oh, you yeah. know, for the younger girls. Oh, for yeah. Sure. They don't need it. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about cleaning them then. Okay. So. Cleaning all those <laughs> yucky cleaning, things. Okay. So I get, <laughs> I know, right? I get asked a lot about um, washing brushes. And again, um, <laughs> there's a lot of really fun videos on YouTube and my makeup artist friends and I who have been doing this for like a really long time sometimes we send them to each other and we're like oh we didn't know that's how you're supposed to do it okay <laughs> and it's totally wrong right well so the video, or it's something that you're like why would they do that to their brush not traditionally the way that we've been taught to do things <laughs> so it's just kind of like I don't know um I hate to use the words right or wrong in makeup because makeup's supposed to be all about fun yes and true. I love I'll tell you one thing I do love as a makeup artist I love how popular it is right now. oh it's that's so really in fun. it's so in and you know what's it's so, so fun is we have a lot of mothers and daughters coming into the studio together yes a lot of moms sitting there where the daughters know how to do everything already and and they're helping the moms and it's just hilarious okay that's me so that's kind of fun (laughs) and i love yeah and i love the positive spirit around it and i love the fun the exploration of it all so i hate to say youtube did help that i mean really absolutely but i don't like to see a young girl um thinking that she has to put three layers of foundation on and do her you know that's a little Mm. overboard um, but the brush thing, and this is the thing with private lessons, and everybody comes to me with with brushes that are like either haven't been washed in a long time, or frankly have never been washed. Okay, and I'm I see guilty it. as yes, charged because I, I am so I bad. I've tried. I think because I when I tried to wash it once, I was like, oh, it doesn't feel the same anymore afterward. Oh, really? And it's because I did it wrong. Oh, oh. no, it's because I did it wrong. I'm sure I did okay, it wrong. Okay, this is what I'm going to tell you. And again, you're going to talk to a bunch of different makeup artists, and they're going to tell you a bunch of different things. I'm speaking to you. I am speaking to you as a person with sensitive skin, mm-hmm. um, sensitive to smell, fragrance. Mm. Um, I, like I said, I've done this a long, long time. I've represented probably almost every brand you've heard of. I mean, really have done a lot of this. Um, I do not recommend commercial brush cleaners. Ah. Personally for me, I don't like them. Okay. I don't like the kind that you dip, the kind that you spray. I don't like any of that stuff. Okay. To me, they almost always have fragrance. True. Okay. Okay. Now that fragrance can linger on the bristles of your brushes. And now you take that brush, you dip it into your powder, and now you're getting fragrance all, all over, over your, your product and all over your face. So you could have maybe you some might have kind of a reaction. The way. Yes. Exactly. You have a reaction, you think it's the powder, but it's actually the stuff that's on your brush 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 bristles. Yeah. Say that ten times yeah. fast. <laughs> brush bristles. So I personally like to use Either a bar of soap, ivory or dove. Really? Yes. Or dishwashing. 
Dishwashing soap. Oh. Dishwashing dish gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> it's dishwashing okay. it liquid soap because it has degreaser in it. So it helps oh, to yeah. resorb, take the oil off, right? And um no fragrance. Mm. So so what you do is you get your bristles wet. It's just like if you're gonna wash your hair. Yeah. Okay, you guys? You have to get it soaking wet, right? Really wet. Yeah. And then you wash it with the soap. So you can either just rub it. I literally have a bar of soap that I keep on my sink, and I rub my bristles right on my soap for my personal ones. Yeah. That's what I use. That's yours. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so smart. And then you start to see all the color come off, and then you can kind of use your hand and just sort of, you know, run the, rub the brush in the palm of your hand, and mm -hmm. you'll start to see all that color release. They do sell little, like, um, palettes that have, like, little kind of, I don't know, little raised-up dots that you can use, too, to that I've it. seen. Mm -hmm. That's probably okay. Um, I try to be really gentle with mine. Mm -hmm. So, cause it's just like hair. It's, it's, you know, if you, if you rub it and you're too harsh with it, they can fray oh, and yeah. they can kind of crinkle and then they won't work as well. Maybe that's what I did wrong. So you got to be kind totally. of, yeah, gentle, but firm at the same time enough to get it clean. Yeah. So it's kind of a catch 22, but, um, always, if you have a brush, I'm holding up a, a, a blush brush right now. That's all fluffy. And you always want to make sure you run the water through the side, never into the, um, the metal part, it's called the ferrule. And you never want to run water into the ferrule because you can um, saturate this area down here. And these are all glued. They're all hand tied and glued. That's how brushes are made. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why you never want to let it soak. Like you never. expensive too, probably, yes, right? Yes. You don't want to put hand them in like a, a bin and um, like a basin of water and let them soak. You don't want to do that. Because, okay, so I, I see exactly what you're saying. If you get any of that water back into that mm -hmm. like stem, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm it's going to now get bacteria stuck in there, right? P potentially, but it also can soak to the point where the glue will release and your brush will fall apart. Oh. Yeah. It'll fall. It can It can fall apart from here if you get it too wet, and in here it can loosen. So you know the the metal part of the brush yeah. all right up in there. It's called the ferrule. A ferrule. F-E-R-R-U-L-E. Okay. Yes. The ferrule. Now I'm learning. <laughs> now you know. I'm learning. So run that water through the side. And then um, you have to just rinse, rinse, rinse until there's no more suds coming out. It's really important. Okay. You have to really give the, you have to squeeze the, the bris, you know, the bristles while they're wet. And if you squeeze and you keep seeing suds, you have to keep rinsing and rinsing and rinsing. And mm -hmm. here's, here's the, the good and the bad news. If you keep up with it and you wash them frequently, it won't take you any time at all. Because you'll barely have anything there to wash right. out. It's okay. when you wait too long, you know. <laughs> yes. That's when you have to wash it three times and you have to rinse for an hour. Because and so, there's so much exactly. build up on it. Exactly. So um, that's my personal way to wash brushes. I've seen videos where they're having you um, swish them. In my opinion, swishing doesn't work. That would be like flipping your head over a sink and swishing your hair in the sink. It wouldn't work. Okay. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also would not put oil in the water because I've seen that too where they're mixing oil in with the cleanse. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No because it's supposedly it's supposed to soften your bristles. You're getting you're getting oil residue on your bristles, and now you potentially are compromising the performance of your brush. Exactly. Same way. Why would you dip oil? Like if you put oil in your hair, you do that mm -hmm. after it's clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not while you're washing it. Yeah. Right. No, no, yeah, yeah. As product. It's yeah. Just sort of like. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. So I didn't, I've never, I guess I haven't seen those videos, but oh, I, there's I a don't lot, understand There's a lot of videos out there where they're showing that you're, you know, putting oil in. The, I just, again, personally, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you well, try I it and it clean. works for you and you love it, then, you know, then Do your more thing. power to you. Yeah. Um, the other thing is the um, sponges. You wash those the same way. Now the sponge, you know, it's a sponge, right? So you squeeze it and you let go underneath the water and it absorbs the water. Yes. Then you squeeze it and the water squeezes out, right? Yes. So squeeze it you let it go under the water you let it get full really full it has to be super super wet so it'll be heavier you'll saturated. know it it's completely it'll get saturated. big puffy yeah, yeah exactly and you rub it on a bar of soap oh, okay it's the easiest way to do it and again you'll start to see that stuff release off then you just take it in your hands and you just kind of squeeze it and just massage it and just you know and it'll all come and out. it'll all come out Oh, and it nice. should go right back to the color it was when you bought it. Yeah. Then you have to squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and rinse and rinse and rinse for three hours to make sure <laughs> <laughs> that there's no suds left in. Because, again, if you have suds in your sponge, yes. same thing. Now you're, you're going to get a compromised that, tool. Put it, you're now putting it on top of your face as well. Exactly. That's gonna That could cause a breakout. Absolutely. And if you're really on a budget, you guys, you really can wash these disposable wedges too. I just, really? I did wash a bunch of them the other night. Yeah. I literally have brush washing night. Um, with my daughter yes. and I yell, I'm like, Hey, I'm washing brushes and sponges. Do you need me to wash anything? And she brings all her stuff in. Like laundry We do it for your once brushes. a week. Exactly. It makes so much sense yeah. because realistically Usually on Sundays. Using it at, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's too much. Because you're using them every single day. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So oh, let's gosh. just say you're in a hurry mm-hmm. and you want to keep them clean and you don't have time to wash them. Maybe you, you skip a week or whatever. Yeah. I recommend having a little spray bottle of rubbing alcohol. Oh, mm-hmm. you can buy again, buy it at CVS, yeah, yeah. Uh, 70% um, rubbing alcohol, isopropyl, isopropyl um, alcohol is the one that I like to use. Okay. Um, and I, this is what we do um, at the counter too. You know, you'll, you'll see, it's kind of like a, like a quick change. Clean. Okay. And you, you spritz the, I like to use a napkin and you just swish, swish, swish. So you oh. spray the alcohol on your tissue or your napkin or your paper towel, and then you swish your brushes in that spot where you sprayed and and that's gonna that's sufficient it. to keep it at least clean so like maybe during the week yeah for a few days yeah exactly through, through different yeah but you definitely want to still wash them exactly at, at some point exactly that's so cool yeah it's so easy too so yeah. you just have to have it there so you remind yourself to have it mm-hmm. yeah so that's okay so that's something that we all need to get you guys so yeah. we need to buy um a little spray bottle that we can put some rubbing alcohol in seventy yes. percent rubbing alcohol yes that's super and a cool. bar of Dove soap. And a bar. Of Dove. <laughs> See, that's that that's is what not I say. expensive that's stuff. What I that's ninety nine no. cents. Yeah, and you could get a little package of disposable wedges, and um, you know, if you wash them, you could get them to. You could use them for months. Yeah, really, they could last you. Now, here's the other the other um, thing to watch with the sponges, though. If they tear, mm-hmm. now you've got a hole. Yeah. Where bacteria could really get in there. Yeah. So if they tear, you should throw them away. Okay. For sure. Fair. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. If it tears, throw it. Toss it out. Toss it out. Yeah. You know, one thing I wanted to bring up before we wrap up. Yes, ma'am. Is something that you did teach me um, about my skincare that I've been utilizing um, lately because I did not know this. I love to hear that. Oh, you ready for this? Okay. (laughs) If you learn one thing from me, if I learn one thing, I I was able to, and I totally utilized it and I'm I'm loving it because it has changed my skin. Cool. So I was big on, I'm always in a hurry. So I never have time to like fully wash my face. Okay. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I, I would wash it and then I'd be like, it'd be really quick and I wouldn't do everything the way I was supposed to mm-hmm. do it. 
um, with like all the steps and the toner and the, you know. Yeah. So I would always use these makeup wipes. Ah, I brought those to remind uh, myself uh, to give you that tip. All right. I like it. Go ahead. So I always use the makeup wipes to take off my makeup and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then I put moisturizer on and, you know, the whole thing. I don't always tone, but sometimes I do. Um, and then I'm, I'm done. Well, I went to you <laughs> to talk about my face. I was like, okay, what's yes. going on? I think I'm getting a little bit dry and this and this and that. And you're like, T- walk me through your troubleshoot. process. Troubleshoot. Let's troubleshoot. Let's That's see. my favorite thing I to mean, do. I mean, start from the beginning. Give me a routine. Tell me. And I was uh-huh. like, oh God, I'm so scared. I don't know. I don't think I do it right though. You're going <laughs> to, you're going to be mad at me. So I tell her the whole thing and she's like, well, are you rinsing your face after, after. your face wipe? Yes. And I'm like, well, why would I do? I don't understand. Well, isn't the face wipe. Isn't, aren't you supposed to just put the face wipe and then put, and you're like, no. (laughs) So I didn't know this. And I'm going to tell you, I know that there are a lot of women out there that do not know this, but after you wipe your face off with your makeup wipe, it's not clean yet. That's right. (laughs) You still have the soap on your face. That's right. You have to rinse it off. And I had no idea. I was thinking, I it's not your fault. They don't, I don't even think that they, they may even say on the packaging that you don't have to rinse it off, but think about it. Duh, You've got residue. Yes. Exactly. And I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So now I'm wiping my face and I'm going to the bathroom and I'm like doing an extra little rinse real quick and then drying up. And it's made a huge difference because I'm I'm not as dry as I was. Good. So that was literally the Yay. problem. We found it. I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> it. You know, and in that same vein, I have people when I troubleshoot with them, they'll say something to me like, okay, um, and by the way. But that caking question, yeah, that can that can cause it. If you're not yes. rinsing the residue off, right now, when you put your foundation on, you're actually mixing the foundation with the residue from the makeup wipe, and now you've just got a disaster because you're set up. You know, you're not set up to start with the right yep. way, and you can see it right away. Yeah, the little like it, it, it'll it will get in the creases. Yes, because it's just it's dry soap. Yeah, yeah. makeup remover has to have something in it that breaks the makeup down typically it is oil mm-hmm. so i to be honest with you i don't know what they put in in the makeup removers that don't have oil i personally like a good oil yeah, makeup yeah, remover yeah. it's it's if, smoother and i feel you, like it's less harsh on your face yeah if you talk to an ophthalmologist though they will tell you <laughs> not to use it on your eyes but you know i do it as long as you don't use a whole lot i think it's okay and then you have to use really really warm water mm-hmm. to make sure you get all that oil off yep Yep. But if somebody tells me they have a problem with their eyeshadow creasing or running or any of that transferring, that's the first thing I do is I go, okay, troubleshoot with me on your routine in the morning. How do you take your makeup off? Yes. That's the first question. Yes. Okay. What do you use? Do you rinse the makeup um, remover off before you do your cleanser or whatever mm-hmm. your next step is? Most of the time they're like, oh. I was supposed to do Yes. That. Yes. And then the next step would be for eyeshadow in particular, because I get asked this quite a bit, basing out the lid with an eyeshadow base, the same way we talked about the primer, how the primer sets the skin up, the the eyeshadow base on the lid first will, um, I think I told you this is my best um, analogy is when you're baking and you butter a pan and then you flour it afterward. Yeah. And the the idea there is you're taking something kind of greasy and you're taking something dry and you're sticking them together. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. So that exactly, that's what's happening when we do, when we have a liquid foundation and then we powder over the top, right? Mm -hmm. We're sticking it together. And then that is what we mean when we say setting, setting the makeup. It's it's sticking those two mm-hmm. things together so that they will stay a little bit longer and they'll stay smoother looking and they won't cake. And so the primer would just go 
on top of your eyelid. Primer on the eyelid, lash to brow, all over, anywhere and everywhere you're going to put your eyeshadow. Mm -hmm. Then you put your eyeshadow on pretty quickly because if you put the primer on first and then you open and close your eyes a bunch of times, it could crease. So ideally you want to put it on and then get that shadow on there so that it sets. That makes sense. It, it totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And if you're not doing that and you do it, you're going to be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. It really is. No, for sure. hundred percent. Because I didn't think about it that way. And I was I was almost thinking like, should I put foundation on my eyelid or should I just... I, mean, I don't recommend foundation so on the eyelid. just the primer. You could, in a pinch, use a good concealer. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If your concealer has hydration in it mm-hmm. like if it's a moisturizing concealer you don't want that on your lid because you want the lid to be dry to the touch yeah that is where you want it to be a little bit more matte to start with yeah and then that way things will stick yeah. if it's got a little bit of emollients or hydration in it that can cause kind of like a um, like a greasy kind of an oily film on the lid and mm-hmm. again you're 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 already set up for failure that way yeah you're just so, gonna be mad at yourself yeah later. a lot of your foundations have good um, hydration in them a lot of skin um, beneficial ingredients that we don't really need on the lid. Mm-hmm. So a good concealer, that's kind of just a concealer. Yeah. You know, you yeah, can yeah. certainly use that for an eyeshadow base. And a lot of the times you'll see that on those YouTube tutorials where they'll do the, the shadow and then the last step is they're they're packing something on that looks kind of creamy, you know, yeah. and then they and then it's right before they pop that last glittery Bling yes. on the eyelid. Yeah. That's what it is. So they're so they're they're doing the base out. They're doing the the eyeshadow. Then they're doing like a double base. They're they're popping another little thin layer of um something like an eyeshadow base or a heavy concealer. Okay. Again, so that that shadow and that bling that that shimmer glitter it's gonna stick stick right on top when they push it on. And that's in that case that's where you want it to bake and you want it to kind of like that's right pa- almost cake up a exactly. little bit because that's what you're trying to do. That's right. That's the effect you're going yes. for though when you're doing an eye. Yeah. It's almost like that shadow base is like a glue. Yeah. And you're trying to stick the glitter and yeah. the shimmer and the powder to it. the glue, right? That's exactly I want to practice right I now. Know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so well fun. we've gone on for almost an hour. Woo! I love it. I can't believe it. I was like, we'll, we'll get like 20 minutes, right? And she's like, we're going to talk for a long time because I got so much tips. I feel like we could probably talk for about four hours about makeup. Yeah. But um, we'll, let's save some stuff. Maybe sure. if you are listening and you want some more, you have questions that you want answered yeah. by Tina, send us your questions. Send yeah. us your question. We'll do this again. Yeah. And we'll get, we'll get everybody's questions all lined up again. Yeah. Come know. on by the shop. I'm in Claremont. I'm in the uh, village, Claremont Village. Um, it's not too far away from Riverside, actually. Yeah, no, it's no, no. It's about 30 minutes to get here, I think. And, and I'll put um, all of the information in the little bio so you guys can see. If you just click on um, the podcast, you guys can get all the information of how to find Tina. She's it's Her shop is adorable. <laughs> Thank you. It's so cute. Like, Thank what you. you did in there is Thank just the so cutest much. thing ever. It's I like a it. little, it's a bar. It's a cute little it bar. It is, and it has purse hooks and everything. So you can, like, kip, kick up your heels and stay a while. It's totally different than a different than another atmosphere where it's yes. like, get them in, get them out. No, you no, know, this it's is, not. It's I stay a while. It's explore. get in and stay a while. Yes. I want you to try. I want you to be sure. Again, give a, yes, try give us your it, mission. Love it. Know how to use it before you buy it. See? Buy it is last on her list, which is, I think, very sweet because you know that you want to teach people how to use it before they even think about buying it so that they're educated. Yes. Of course, I'll sell you anything you want to buy. (laughs) (laughs) If 
but yeah, I really want you to love it. I want you to, you know, take it out of your bag and be like, oh, I love that place. This makes me so happy instead of like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have got that. That's the worst. You know, I want everything anybody gets from me to be like no super, buyer. like you no have super remorse. love for it. Yeah, like super excited. I love everything I have that, that is yours. You. I'm, I'm so not much. kidding. That's not a lie. Um, I'm like craving to go back and get like some other eyeshadow colors because I just love them. All I wear are the ones that you, the three that you've given me. Like I literally, she gave me three eyeshadows, you guys, (laughs) and I'm obsessed with them. (laughs) Oh, I love these. And I'm wearing them right now. (laughs) And I, I, and I've been kind of playing with them a little differently too to like get a different effect. And I'm just freaking in love with them. So, and you have more room in your palette. I do. To add more. I'm going to. Which is so, yeah, so good. good. The possibilities are endless. Well, that is, uh, that's us for, that's, that's a wrap. That's a wrap for our special little episode of Get Buzz with Evelyn. Um, Tina, thank you so very much. Thank you so much, Evelyn. I I am so excited. Um, You can find her online. Um, She's got a great Instagram page too, at Tina G Cosmetics. Very easy to find. And then you can find her shop that way. You can even shop. You can get her, you've got an online store that people can go to. And I'm not kidding you guys. Her stuff is great. It's quality. It's it's the stuff that you want to put on your face. Thank you. And on your kid's face, too. Because if your daughters are into it, uh, you definitely want to have her stuff. So thank, thank you. you so much. We'll catch you next time. Get buzzed with Evelyn. Go get a glass of wine. You're, you're due for a refill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.